I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. Now, you're listening today because you want tips that help you to increase sales. And the one that I'm going to talk about today is one that you probably have already thought about, but you may be struggling with. As a matter of fact, it's something that most Christian authors struggle with. And to take it even further, it's something that anyone that has a product or service really needs, but may struggle to have. Well, what am I talking about today in book sales success secret number eight? Well, the secret is getting more book reviews. Book reviews are a powerful tool for selling books because they create word of mouth buzz, convince skeptical buyers to take a chance on you, a brand new author. And all of this can lead to uh, increased sales and success for you as an up and coming author. The challenge is that today's market is very competitive. And when customers are making decisions, often it is the reviews that tip the scale. So focusing on getting as many positive reviews as you can may make all the difference. But sometimes it's hard to get people to actually leave a review. Have you ever experienced that? And maybe you've wondered, why is it so hard to get people to leave reviews? I mean, they told me that they have been blessed by the book. All I need them to do is take a couple of steps on Amazon or Kobo or whatever your platform is And then everyone will know what a blessing the book is, but it just doesn't always work that way. And what I'm going to do today is take you behind the scenes in one of my trainings, my get more reviews training. I'm going to talk about why people don't reviews. It's don't leave reviews. It's not what you think and give you guidance on how to get more of them. And the great news is that everything that I talk about in this training is completely above board. It's 100% ethical. You're not going to feel salesy or sleazy. It's all about making it easy for people to be successful in leaving a review for your book. When you do that and you do the work to make sure that you stay connected with that person and they follow through, then you are going to see more reviews, which are going to attract more sales for your book. So let's get into it. Enjoy. Ever been a place where you've wondered why it's so hard to get positive book reviews? This training is going to answer that question for you. You see, it's all rooted in psychology. I want you to pause and think about that for a second, right? From our point of view as an author, we're thinking, well, the person told me that they were uh, blessed by my book. I asked them to do this little itsy bitsy favor and just go on Amazon or go on Smashwords or wherever we ask them to go and just type a little review, right? It sounds really, really simple for us, right? But how many times, how many times have you asked people to leave a review and they never did it? If, if you've had that experience, can you just drop a note in the comments and say, I've been there? 
I've done it. I've asked people, hey, can you leave a, a, a review for my book? Or, or listen, hey, some of you, you have a, a coaching practice, a consulting practice, and you'll ask people, hey, can you just... Can you just go ahead and 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 go onto Google and and or or my Facebook page and do a quick review to let people know about the experience? They've already told you they've been blessed. So you're like, oh, it's just a small thing for them to do this review, right? But here's what you're going to learn today: that it's not that they don't want to help you. So I want you to remove that thought from your mind. It is not that they don't want to help you. It is not that they were just saying something, right? Uh, that sounded good, that they were just people pleasing. No, they, they really were blessed by the book. They really were impacted. The reason that they have not taken the step to leave the review is rooted in psychology. Let's dig in. So did you know that before we make even the smallest decision, we often unconsciously, we're not even aware that we're doing it, but, but here are the steps that we're going through. Number one, we're asking ourselves, what does this mean? That's the interpret stage. Number two, will it lead to pain or pleasure? That's the process stage. Or number three, what should I do about it? That's the reason stage. And once we are satisfied that we have come to a reasonable conclusion, then we take action. But here's the thing. If we go through this three-step process, again, we don't even realize that we're doing it, but if we go through this three-step process, and, and we decide, for example, that this is going to lead to pain, then we will literally talk ourselves out of taking action. And I want to submit to you that the people that, that said that they were blessed by your book, but aren't leaving book reviews, they haven't come up with a reasonable conclusion that is positive. And as a result of that, they're not leaving reviews on your book. See, here's what we know uh, from coaching psychology. Now, some of you have heard that I'm hanging up my coaching hat at the end of February, but listen, that stuff is still ingrained. It's still a part of who I am. So you're going to, you're going to continue to hear it, right? So, so our propensity to choose pleasure over pain is one of the strongest forces in our lives. Think about it. What do you choose on a daily basis? Right. If 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 you're thinking about, oh, my gosh, this is going to be really, really hard and I'm going to say this and then they're going to say that. and Oh, my gosh, I'm not looking forward to this meeting or I'm not looking forward to this call or, you know, if we're in that type of mental space, what are the chances? What are the chances that we're going to be excited about that experience? We're not right because we've already decided in our mind that this experience is equivalent to pain. And so when we have the option to avoid pain, we are going to take it, right? <laughs> that, that's one of the reasons if you've ever worked with a, a fitness or instructor or a personal trainer, that's the reason that that job exists. Because if we were left to our own devices, it would be really easy to say, I'm not going to work out today, right? Or if, if you're trying to, uh, to quit smoking, you know, having or, or, or to stop drinking, having an accountability partner or uh, to, to, to honor the vow that you made to God to be abstinent. Having an accountability partner is really, really important because we are more likely to give in to the pleasure of smoking, the, the pleasure of drinking, the, the pleasure of sex than we are to abstain. Right. So in our daily lives, all of us are more inclined to choose pleasure 
over pain. And without intervention, we will almost always choose pleasure. Or said another way, we will almost always choose to avoid pain. This is important. Even if the immediate decision will result in pain long-term. I want you to think about that. Even if the immediate decision will result, result in pain long-term. Let me give you an example that this audience can relate to, right? So you may know in your heart that you need to work on the marketing for your book, right? But if in your mind, marketing is painful, right? It's something that you, you don't enjoy doing that you dread, right? So what happens, we tend to put it off, right? We know we need to do it, but we tend to put it up, off. We're not showing up on social media. We're not sending emails to our list. We're not blogging. We're not active in the other Facebook groups where our ideal audience is, right? We know that we need to do it, but we're not taking action because in that moment, all our brain can think about is how painful it's going to be because marketing is not something that I enjoy, right? But in the back of our minds, we know that if we're not putting our message out there, the chances of being able to impact people is very, very small. And we really, really, really want to impact people, but we really, really, really hate marketing. <laughs> and thus the dilemma. So let's look at another example, right? Just in case, just in case you're like, wow, oh, Coach Tam, okay, all right, all right. Leave me alone about the marketing. All right, let, let's look at another example that I think we can all relate to. All right. So let's say that Susan is trying to develop a, a, a healthier lifestyle. So she's working on her eating habits. It's six o'clock. She just got off work. And on the drive home, Susan remembers that she never made it to the grocery store over the weekend. There's very little food in the refrigerator. She, uh, what she does have in there doesn't go together. We, we say that like that unmatched. That didn't go together, even though our stomach won't know either way. <laughs> Uh, and she doesn't want any of it anyway. She doesn't have her grocery list with her and she cannot remember everything on her new meal plan, right? So what does Susan do? Susan goes through that three-step process that we talked about. She decides that this means that I need to go home first and then come back out, right? So I don't have the stuff that I need, so I need to go home first. So then she goes through the process stage. And she's thinking to herself, okay, I'm at exit XYZ. It's going to take me another 20 minutes to get home. Then I'm going to need to find my meal plan list. It'll be about 645 by the time I get to the store. Oh man, best case, it's going to be like 738 before I get back home and I won't have even eaten yet. So how does Susan categorize this? She decides that this is a painful process. So then she moves to the next stage. What should I do about it? Now, just as Susan is starting the reasoning process, she sees her favorite fast food restaurant coming up on the right. Now, I want to pause right here. You guys know I like to keep you involved. What's your, what's your, can we, can we, can we do a little shout out? What's your favorite fast food restaurant? I'm going to go ahead and put mine out there. Mine is Chick-fil-A. Uh, it is something about not just, not just the food, but it's the service. I like the way it feels every time I go to Chick-fil-A and they say my pleasure. I just, I just, I just love it. And those of you uh, that don't have a Chick-fil-A in your area, um, hopefully there is a place that aspires to deliver that same level of service. Talk to me. What's your favorite fast food restaurant? I'd love to hear that in the comments, right? So Susan sees her favorite fast food restaurant coming up on the left and she gets an idea. Bingo, just like that. She says, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and grab a bite. I'm going to pull into Chick-fil-A and I'm going to go shopping later. Now, can we take a moment? Can we have an honesty break right here? 
Has anyone ever experienced a situation like this? You're trying to eat better, but you don't have your stuff. And so, you know what? It's like, I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and go ahead through this drive through Now, even if you haven't had that exact situation, chances are that you've been in a situation similar to that about something, right? And you just reason, it's not going to work out today. I'll start again tomorrow, right? So the details may differ, but we've all been in situations like this. So where is the pain? I know you're asking, where is the pain for the person that I've asked to do my review? Well, keep in mind that, you know, we understand how it benefits us as an author, right? But, but for the person that's been asked, all they see is pain. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I feel kind of overwhelmed now that you asked me to write this review. And now I feel obligated. I almost wish I hadn't said that I liked your book. I mean, it sounds crazy, but that can be a thought process. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to say. I mean, I just told you how great it was. Wasn't that good enough? Now I got to go and I got to log on to the Amazon site and I've got to figure out what words to say. I mean, think about when you're trying to write something. Think about when you're writing a paragraph for your blog or you're writing for something for your book. Yes, you love to write, but, but it is also some work to do that, right? And often the person that you've asked to leave a review, writing is not their passion. They may not leave reviews on a regular basis. So they're thinking about what in the world am I going to say? What words am I going to use? And, and they're thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to see this. And I, I, don't, I don't want them to be disappointed with what I wrote, right? And then honestly, this, this next piece is a really big part of it too, is what, what's the what's in it for me? why should I leave the review? I mean, I know it would help you to have the review and I, I don't have anything against you. I mean, I want your book to succeed, but there's probably other people that will do a review. You don't need my review, right? It'll be all right. It, you'll be successful. God is with you, right? Your message is going to get out there. So they don't have a compelling incentive to do it. And can we be honest? We are all more likely to do something when there is an incentive. That's why prizes... <laughs> That's why prizes work so well in this community, right? Now, now some people, and I thank all of you, some people are going to invite people to the group, whether there's a prize or not, because you believe in what this community does. It's been a blessing to you and you want other people to experience it. But some people are only going to hit that invite button if there's a prize to be won, right? So think about it. How you operate as a person is also how your audience operates. They're all asking the question, what's in it for me? So what do we do in this situation? We flip the script and remove the pain. We've got to give them a compelling heart-centered reason, not it would really help me out if you leave a review. Uh-uh. A heart-centered reason to follow through that is not about you. We have to help them figure out what to say, and we need to make it easy for them to leave a review. So it's all about reframing your ask right? And instead of making it about you, it's about helping others who are in the same place that they are, right? The others that are, are feeling stuck right now are overwhelmed, they're lonely, right? So it's, it's getting the person that you're asking to leave a review for your book or your business or your program to think about, oh man, yeah, I remember how I was before and I don't want anyone else to be in that place. So I want to be a part of the solution. I want to help other people, right? And then you give them a starter review based on what they shared with you that they can edit, right? So instead of them 
looking at a blank screen, trying to figure out what to say. You're going to, based on what they told you, uh, really impacted them. You're going to just take that. You're going to capture that and you're going to give that back to them and make it easy for them to share their review. And it's going to be their own words. Then you give them a direct link and instructions to submit the review. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, well, Coach Tam, man, wow, that's a lot. I got to do all of that. But listen, think about the value of that review. Let, let's pause here for a second. Yeah, it's some work. But what is the value of a review? Now, those of you that are on our email coaching, you got an email today where we talked about the importance of social proof, right? So if you're not on your, our email list, you're missing, you're missing out on all kinds of valuable coaching. Coaching is happening in this community, but there's also coaching that's happening on that email list. So make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss out, right? So yes, there's some work, but social proof is in valuable. You can talk about your book and your program all day long, but it's going to hit people different when people that are complete strangers talk about how good your book or your program is. We all are more inclined to believe someone who is impartial and objective than the person for which the, that, that actually has created the product or the service, right? So can you just imagine if you were to get you know, 10, 20, 30 more reviews, what would that do for your book, right? If Just think about that. Just imagine this for a second. What if you had 30 more reviews than you have on your book right now? How do you think that that would change your life? Shout me out in the comments. What would that do for you if you had 30 more reviews for your book, your program, your service than you do right now, right? And if they were all positive, glowing reviews, right? Because remember, we're really... We're encountering these people already that have been blessed by the book and we're just making it easy for them to take that step. So yes, it's a little bit of work, but look, we, we actually are, are, are partnering with you to make this easy, right? So in addition to this training, I want to walk you through an example and then I want to tell you how you can go into a portal that we have set up just for members of this community. You can literally copy and paste this. You can drop it on a document and then anytime that someone says that they have been blessed by your book, you're going to literally copy and paste this into a Facebook message if that's how they communicate with you. Um, or, or if you interact with them online, you can use Facebook or, or if they, you know, you encounter them out and about, you can, you can put this into a text message or you could shoot an email over to them, right? We're going to make this super, super easy. You're going to be able to grab this template and put it in action. All right. But let me walk you through the example. So it's really this simple. Hey, first name. Thank you so much for the feedback on the book. It really means a lot. Since you enjoyed the book so much, would you be willing to take a few minutes and copy and paste what you shared with me on? So you just insert what platform you want them to use. It would help others who are feeling fill in that blank, stuck, overwhelmed, lonely, et cetera, make a decision about getting the book. It's all about helping people and then insert the benefit of your book or your program here. here. It's, it's all about helping people um, get unstuck and be able to move forward with their life, for example. It's all about helping people grow in their faith um, even after they've experienced devastating loss right? It's all about helping people um, be more confident in who God has called them to be. Whatever benefit it is that your ideal audience uh, is attracted to, you want to call that out here. So now, so far, let's just pause right here, right? We thank them for the feedback. 
And we said a few seconds, listen, it's not going to take a lot of time. And it really isn't because we're going to make it easy for them. Hey, all you're going to have to do, we're, we're making this sound really simple. All you're going to have to do is copy and paste what you shared with me. And we've explained to them that it's going to help other people, other people that are just like them. And don't we all want to help other people that are just like us? All right. So then it goes on. I tried to capture what you said, shared with me to make it easy. Feel free to tweak it. Right. So we don't want them to feel like they have to say exactly what you what you captured. And I have attached step by step instructions on how to share the review. Thanks so much. And then you drop the sample review below. Now, I want you to think about this from the receiver's point of view. Doesn't this feel much more doable? than just being asked to do a review with no direction, with no link, you're not sure where you need to go and what you need to do, right? You've taken care of all of it for them. They even have step-by-step -step instructions and a link on how to do it, right? And, and think about this, to reduce your pain level, all you have to do is put this on a document one time. Once you've gotten the instructions, you never have to do it again. You just keep sending the same instructions over and over and over again. And it's gonna be worth it because the reward of all those reviews is going to help your sales improve. So what did you think of our training? Hopefully you now really get the point that reviews do have a huge impact on sales and that people are much more likely to buy your book if they see that others have enjoyed it. Now, if you want to be able to get your hands on the tools and the resources that we talked about in the training and be able to see the actual visuals and get your template to get more reviews, make sure that you check out the link in the show notes. Everything is going to be there for you absolutely free. It's all found in the Christian Authors Network where we're there to help you get your message to the masses. I look forward to talking to you next week. God bless. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.